to divorce gyres. That's my. <laughs> so I guess I am editing it. <laughs> Welcome to Divorce Diary Show podcast. I'm Michelle Trina, the creator. And I'm just going to introduce our guest today because I already fucked up my own, the name of my show. Jonathan Ziegel, welcome. He's a comic. He's divorced. He's laughing at me, thank God, because he might be asked, he, he might want to leave now because I can't even get the name of my own show right. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, hi, Michelle. Thank you for renaming your whole show after me, you know, with me, integrating me into the names. It was, you know, it was a, it was a real honor to have divorced John Rees. And John, it sounds like John Rhea, it sounds like an STD, but, uh, you know, but uh, thankfully I'm very disease free as far as I know, as far as I can tell, as far as I tell people. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, okay, Jonathan, did I say your last name correctly? Ziegel. Yeah, Ziegel. Yeah. Yep. My my brother's first therapist when we were kids, long story about my twin brother and his therapy, um, was Z, was Siegel, but not Ziegel. That's why I was like, it's like Dr. Siegel, Michelle. It's like Dr. Siegel, but with a Z. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have nerve. People, people, people always want to mess it up. So I'm like, just think of animals. Think of eagles, beagles, seagulls, and just add a Z on it. And it's fine. And it, it tends to work. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. I love the analogies. I'm a teacher, so I need like physical and auditory like diagrams to understand things. So <laughs> just me, not all teachers, just me. So Jonathan, can you tell everybody where we met doing comedy and yeah. I did uh, one of his shows, a roasting, I fucking sucked at it. Even though I roast my exes, I can't, I can't roast the shit out of anybody. And the comic that roasted me, um, was it Nick? Nick, like, he did such a good job and I was like really excited to be a part of it, but that was one of the shows I did with you. And I forgot how we originally met. I think we might have met at an open mic or a show, but. but yeah. Yeah. I, I remember this. I remember seeing you. I think we did a Friday at eight at Broadway. Okay. Lot, like, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And, like, and you were, yeah, you were great. I remember watching. I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. And I didn't know who you were, but I was like, she's got an act and she's funny. And I like the con and it was, it was, it was just great. You know? Oh, and yeah. and I just I started and I and I tried to book you. I think I booked you for Walter's Cottage. Did you come down to that show once? Walter? I didn't go to Walter's Cottage. I went to the I went to one of your I did one of your roasts. I did two of yeah. your roasts. The first one yeah. was in is it well maybe it was that cottage. Bar, I think the first one, Steve Cohen in bar nine, and then That's next row at Stand Up New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I um Steve roasted my shit out of me there too. And like I've known <laughs> Steve since I was 17 and like he used to wear dresses and princess dresses and, and it oh was like, God. yeah. And there's oh nothing wrong with that. But like, I remember him in, in a phase that he was in college. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I, gold. It is, but like, it, it was great. Steve and I were, were very good friends. Um, my friend, Steve and Jonathan, and I will have a connection. Um, so Jonathan, but let, but let's, so that's how we first met and, yeah. and through the comedy world. And recently you told me you're divorced. So yeah divorce i think it's a positive thing is moving off their life regardless of what caused it um but maybe you could just share a little bit of like you know anything you want to share about your divorce and kind of where it led you to today yeah yeah you know so i uh right so a few so many years ago so my divorce my divorce ended a few years many years ago so uh i met this girl i met this wonderful wonderful woman on a rainy day I had a golf umbrella because you know look I'm a big guy the this, this the little black umbrella they're stupid the little black umbrella so anyway I had this big golf umbrella and I, I asked her if she wants she was getting rained on so anyway oh. chivalry chivalry's not dead you know mm. and uh she was a dancer she was a, she was a belly dancer a great great belly she was a really good dancer honestly 
and, and I got very committed to like helping her out. And I have a day job, you know, I'm, I'm in advertising. Okay. And I just thought, boy, so exciting. What a, what a thing to do. This was even before comedy. I was like, yeah, I'm going to help her build her career and we'll do the social media promotion. We'll do all this stuff. Right. And, uh, and, but it was, I was really burning the candle on both ends. I was really, you know, I was showing up to meetings with glitter on my face and I wasn't sleeping well because there were always these like little eyelashes, the fake eyelashes that I thought were like spiders. Wow. On my heart would jump in the middle of the night. So like, you know, it, it wasn't easy. It was, there were benefits for sure, but it was it wasn't always easy, you know? And, uh, and she, you know, and so anyway, but it was, it was an interesting journey for sure. It was interesting, you know. So you were, you kind of, so the personal relationship crossed over with professional and wanting to help your partner, which is first of all, amazing. And also can be for a lot of people hard because you start to lose a piece of yourself a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if that's the case with you, but I know that in stories I've heard from friends who do that, they kind of drip themselves into the other person's life. Like for me, I shifted my career because of my ex-husband, not because he told me to, because he just didn't feel comfortable with me kissing another guy. If I was on stage, uh-huh. I and like me as a comedian, forget it. He would never let me make fun of them. Even though I do a whole show about divorce. Yeah. 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 She, uh, she never felt threatened by my, by my ability to compete with her in the world of belly dance. Uh, so, I, so I think that was helpful. Um, but, uh, you know, but I, I offered other value there, you know, uh, yeah, I'm great at carrying bags. I'm great at recording. I can shoot a camera like, you know, but, uh, and, and surprisingly, I have a very good eye for choreography and I know a lot of choreography. I really, I can do a lot of dance. Don't tell everyone. I don't like to advertise it, but Every once in a while, for the right amount of money, I will break out a day. I got the belly chains. So you know how to move the belly in a way where like you're twerking, but it's your belly. Undulations are, you know, they're they're a little rusty now, but I can, I can, you know, I learned a couple things over the years. You just, this is osmosis, you know? It's a, so do you feel, so are you guys on amicable terms? Did you have children together? No, no kids, no kids, no kids, no kids. Uh, But uh, amicable, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was actually, this is a terrible story. She was in a fire a few years ago, true story. Uh, you know, one of her costumes was, was a fire costume with these like candelabra type thing. And she knocked the can over between sets and caught on fire and got badly burnt. And, um, and, and so, you know, so it's a horrible story. I'm, you know, there's no joke about this, but, um, you know, when I, when I finally got, when I heard about it and got in touch, I was like, well, you got to get healthy and, you know, become a, you know, you know, the phoenix rising from the, you gotta, you gotta get your banshee on, you know? And, uh, and so, so, and she's healthy now and she's, she's back to performing and, you know, and literally you know, your ex nice. burned. Oh my. Isn't that, you know, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to, you know, but if oh, I know you don't too soon, I don't know. It's, too, it? it's, it's yeah. It's going to take longer for me to really have a good laugh about that, but. Okay. Well so, then no, well, that's, well, then that's like, you're a caring ex. I would be like, burn motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, with some of the guys that I've dated, I would never wish harm on anybody, but the story kind of like you want I want to some of the men that I've dated since divorce like this is a good transition because we're our next topic is about dating divorce because I love talking about it because it's such a pain in my ass that this is my therapy because I owe my therapist money so and my therapist the last session I had she thought it was my fault I was like you know what lady look who's signing the checks that are post-dated that is the number one rule of therapy you are always on the client side no matter what people think they're objective they're not they're on the client side. Their clients are always right. And that's the number one rule of therapy. So, you know, you probably have a bad therapist. No, you know, no, they're probably divorced themselves. Is, is it a divorced man? 
Come on, let's. No, it's a woman who was like married to her, the love of her life, and he passed away, and she's now got a boyfriend, and she's in her early seventies. This bitch is on fire too, like she not literally, mm. but she's like on point, and she's like <laughs> Michelle. I was like, ew, bitch. And I was on the phone with her. This was also on the phone, the teletherapy. And she's telling me how basically I caused it this time. And I was like, let me call my friends that think I didn't and I'll feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, the good thing is you have a therapist that actually offers an opinion on stuff. Right. I'm always so upset and disappointed when they don't offer opinions. And I'm like, what do I pay you for? And they're like, why do you think you pay me? And I'm like, because, I, because I'm paying you for an opinion. And they're like, is that what you really think? Uh, you know and I just hate that shit like I literally don't need I could just write on my wall what do you think about this and I could just pay myself 60 bucks and and it'd be the same impact it really would be you know well that's why I feel like why we do comedy too because I mean for me personally I fell in love with stand-up I went right into a stand-up class when I broke up with the first guy I fell in love with um after my divorce right first guy I dated for like six months I was bad breakup um, I was really hurt and I was like, I have to go back to comedy. I used to do improv for years, right? So I went into stand-up based off of this breakup, but it ended up being the catalyst to get me back to perform again full-time, right? So I felt like dating and comedy were my, like, I felt comedy was my therapy to get through dating. And sometimes, like, do you ever, sometimes I do exes in divorce diaries. I play the Michelle does her exes or the script is in a pilot. We have my exes in it. But some of them aren't really my exes because we never were la labeled boyfriend girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So, which is, I think for the benefit of comedy, you can pretty much label anyone you've kind of dated, hooked up with, held hands with, but you know, went and shared a soda soda pop. I don't know, you know, Sarah shared a Twizzle. Shared a soda pop. <gasps> I <love> <laughs> Anybody soda can be your ex because it just tells better on stage. You're like, yeah, I'm not an ex really you know wanted to go dutch on the soda pop at the movies and you're like fuck this you know fuck this <laughs> <laughs> well, creative license how what would you just say in one sentence if you can is a phrase mm. or if you had a roast dating what would mm. be go to opener i mean you could take your second with this i'll, I'll think of mine what's um, my go to opener to talk about ro the challenge with dating roast, yeah like if we had a roast dating right yeah. like oh, okay 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 two dis two people uh who want the same thing long term but want different things short term yeah like dating and divorce is like burning my chicken it's just never going to be crispy i don't know that doesn't make any sense i don't know i'm, I'm trying to make fun of a chicken and dating i'm confused you know how a roaster i am <laughs> kenny rogers okay. you were <laughs> even roy um, roger doesn't <laughs> i don't know i think you're one and one in roast battle but you're much better than you give yourself credit for you, you uh yeah i think it's good that i that i that you are pitted against men that probably probably somehow resemble guys you've dated in the past so you can just channel that energy maybe that's the key right there going forward find nick, nick and steve yeah yes no you're right nick nick, nick closest i think but steve definitely not i date these big, big huge latin men from like the street except the last guy that i was with he was like the short bald Cuban guy. He looked like a Cuban golem. That's what he looked like. <laughs> are you, do you have Spanish uh, in your blood as well? Are you, are you, are you I don't know, inside me to have it in my blood, but no, I'm I sorry. heard it coming out, but I stopped myself. See the, see the misdirect there. I, you know, <laughs> so, all right. So let's, so 
do you, are you in the dating game right now? Or are you like, I'm just going to be me and not do apps and not get out to know people? Both. I'm going to do me in the dating game. I'm both. I, I'm me. I'm dating and, and and happily dating and I'm doing me and, and it's, and it's working out just fine. It's, it's cool. You know? So for me, if I were to say that for myself, this, like, I can never just be doing dating and fine. I'm like, I can't, he's not texting me enough. And why is he texting seven uh, other people? This, yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. It, well, I, I think that's hard for women to do. I think women can't like, as a guy, I just go, well, you know, I'm not getting the engagement I, I wanted. So I'm just going to pull back. And I don't care if I preoccupy myself with a football game. I can tell the one's going, hey, he hasn't written me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, what's going on here? I gotta investigate. Why isn't he, you know? And it's like, and then I see it and then I go, oh, I've got to write where I want her, you know? And that's just, that's just how it works. It's just how it works. Ah! You don't have to be that way. You, you don't have to be that way. I think the game part is where, like, cause it is if, as many, as many of, so many of us say, oh, I don't like to play games. I think it is a game. It's, it's just like business sometimes where you have to play the getting to know you, this, that okay. I don't have the energy because there's so much energy I need to put into my career that if I allow myself, me personally, uh, it will do what it's been doing, which is distract me from my main goal. That's just me though. I'm an emotional being who invests 110% to the point where like, I'll be stuck on something for months. Like I've been stuck on this last guy since July. And it's, and it's, it's a, it's not even a situation where we dated and it's, I'm still stuck on the fact of like, well, why now won't you talk to me? Like it's and cause like, I feel like he hurt me and then I started react and then like it became where now he doesn't even want to talk to me. And I had to apologize because I wanted to at least clear the year and he wow. still won't talk to me. You're like, a, yeah, are you like, are you on the spiral squad? Are you, are you like one of the leading I am the one one of the captains of the spiral squad? Really? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that about you. I would just think, cause you're always kind of cool and collected and you know, put, you know, scope, you know, peeping things out and I real that's, you know, I, okay. Here's what I think. And that's just the way it is. Like when you're, when you're early on some of the games, I don't like games either. Right. I don't like games either. And like I said, long-term goals almost always align, right. You want the happy, cozy, you want all that good stuff, right. You're taking turns, you're doing all this good partners. Everybody wants that in the long term. to get there. You have to do a little bit of wrangling, manipulating. You gotta, you gotta get alignment on it. You gotta coax alignment, you know, I'm six you want you want <laughs> I'm sick of I'm sick of coaxing men who need coaxing and also use their mother to coax themselves. Oh, I hate that shit. I hate I hear that all the time. I I would go on dates and women are women always going, "Does your mother dress you? Does your mother make you?" First of all, my mom's been dead for a long time. <laughs> so, but also like, why introduce me to the past traumas yeah, and no, 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 no. in your life? you know, to, as a way to get to know me, it's bad. It's bad. First, you know, put your best foot forward. It's bad foot forwarding. You know, I I think that I put up a great front. I have a great person. Like I'm a good person, but then when I start to have feelings for somebody and, Uh, and then they already like this last one was like, he's like, I just want to be friends. We live 3000 miles away, this whole shit. But like mm. he called me and talked for hours. And then when we finally met, there was like a romantic weekend. It was this whole thing. And I was like, well, fuck you, man. I told you I didn't want to be friends with benefits. And like, we clearly have something. He's like, no, we don't. And I was like, yes, we do. Fuck you. You use me. And like, it was back and forth. And um, I, you know, definitely put material about it out there, which he said yeah. he would be fine about. And I don't, I think that was one of the, I think that was one of the things. 
that I put yeah. material out there. But I didn't say his name or anything, but I'm not going to change who I am because this motherfucker on his little pedestal has a fucking self-righteous problem, even though I still want to like connect with him again. I don't, I have a problem. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to give you advice because I don't know, because I don't know. No, you don't like, know. It, it's pretty I heard much. It. You know, I heard it. It's, you know. I've already tied the noose. Um, Stop doing that to yourself. <laughs> so, okay. So then let's go into this. The, this is the dating divorce word association game. Yeah. Um, so we have to, we'll, we are going to take a quick 30 second break to write down. We can write it down um, or you can just think of it to, off the top of your head. Oh, like random words, 10 random words and what that part like i'll i'll give you the word and whatever comes to your mind with dating you say okay, okay. all right okay. so we'll be right back after this guys after this sponsor from anchor which hopefully will uh put some money in my account i'm just joking well i'm sort of not joking that's what it's for um okay we'll be right back we are back divorce diaries show with my guest jonathan Ziegel, and we are going to play our word association game uh with dating. So I didn't really come up with the title for this, but cause it's a kind of a new thing I'm playing with my guests and I love it. Um, so it's word association. So the, we, we give each other a word and the first thing that comes to our mind about dating, we say, so I'm I, Jonathan, since you're my guest, would you like to give me the words first or would you like to be the per person that gives the, you know, would you like to be the participant? I would like you to give me the words and I'll, I'll give you the word I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So I have 10 words, okay? Do you, want to alternate? Do you want to alternate? You can alternate. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, are we ready? Here we go. Ice. Ice. Uh, oh, uh, back pain. <laughs> okay, uh, 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 let's go, uh, let's go, uh, let's go kissing. Lots of. Nice. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. Oh my God. Uh, breaking through uh, uh, walls. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go Uber. I wish I could have sex with one. An Uber? I, I don't. It's the first thing that came to my mind. So word association, oh. can't think too long, but that's gross. Okay. Maybe, my next, oh. maybe that's a subconscious thing that like, I'm going to have sex with an Uber driver. Who's like my real love of my life. Oh God. Uh, All right. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. Oh my God. Uh, oh, French fries, French fries, French fries. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go with, uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with flowers. Let's go with flowers. Like, none of them ever give them to me. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Golden girls. Golden girls. Oh my God. Gay pride. Gay pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go with, uh, let's go with, um, let's go with, uh, Let's go with the steakhouse. Spencer's, a steakhouse that one of my exes brought me to that I thought was a strip club, but it was a steakhouse. Gotcha. Very, one, practically one and the same. I work out at a gym and a guy wears Rick's Cabaret t-shirts all the time there. I'm like, I feel like that's, uh, gauche isn't the right word, but it's, it's pretty gauche, you know? <laughs> I love it. Love. <laughs> love. Oh my God. Eternity. Eternity. Um, let's go with, uh, let's go with, um, uh, let's go with, uh, fake fur. My ex's chest hair. <laughs> so many of your words, so many of your responses are ex related. They're ex, you know, yeah. I'm in the mindset, I guess. Table. Yeah. 
Table, table. Okay, uh, I would say conversation, hand-holding, footsie. Yeah, that's three. That's fun. I love a good game of footsie. Footsie's nice, yeah. <laughs> footsie's really nice. Red it's, seven. It's underrated. Oh, red seven, okay. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, um, let's go, let's go like resort. Wish I could go to one with one. <laughs> Okay. I wish that I always wanted to be at a resort with like my ex-husband and I, our honeymoon was like, meh. So I never, we didn't really do a lot of resorting. So yeah, resort. Where was the honeymoon? In Florida. Okay. All right. And like a golfing spa. Cause if we had, it was swine flu had broken out. So we couldn't go to Mexico. That was actually what happened. So oh, okay. that's why I don't like really agree with this weddings during pandemic, but now the pandemic lasted like three years. So I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The backyard is the you know, yeah. The backyard is the wedding. I mean, you know what I mean. Condoms. Condoms, condoms, condoms. Yeah, yeah. Nice to have. Nice to. <laughs> good, good to have. You wanna, you wanna make them. They, they should be mandatory, but they're, they're nice to have, right? I mean, you know. They're nice you to have, and sometimes they can't use them properly, or they blame me for it. I don't feel like that's. Come on, if you can, you know, it's like. This last guy, I told him stories about it before we ever met. And I was like, I've had a couple issues with guys with condoms and, and my friends that are males who have had issues with the condoms, I'm like, yeah, the fucking condom. Sometimes it does happen. And- You're talking about breakage. You're not talking about putting it on. You're talking about breakage. No, I'm talking about it staying hard for one. So oh. listen, I have been told that, uh, just a side note from the word association that sometimes it's hard for it to stick because like you have to um, like, I don't know, I'm not sucking it in enough. I don't know. I've been told that. So by friends for men, but men who are at, it starts to fail, either they were drinking too much or they just said it's the condom. And then this last guy, when we first started at, we were like hot and heavy all day long. And then we put the condom on, it went, Broop! and I was like, ah, he's like, what has happened? I was like, I don't know. And it was definitely, you could tell it was the condom because he was like, right, hot and heavy. So the fact that he said to me, I'm just not connecting right now. I was like, wait, what? You're not connecting? We just were like, yeah, he, he turned it around on me. And so, okay. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm, I hear it and I go, first of all, it feels, you know, like you shouldn't have to go suck on his to get him hard to get the gun. But maybe just, maybe he's losing traction in the moment because he's preoccupied with the administrative task yes so how, about, how about a little dirty talk in his ear while he's doing while he's getting right. but in a little dirty talk dirty talk is underrated and you got you know you just you say some you throw some dirty words out there it's sufficient you know you can be a you can great be a great amateur minimally speaking great amateur dirty talker by just being like pussy dick put your dick in my pussy and oh, taking a and, then, and i have done listen i'm i'm a dirty talker but let me tell you something maybe they're feeling my anxiety about it before it goes on because like well, at least um, they are. but so, the kind of relieve the anxiety the kind of should be like oh cool cool it's real cool but, you know? so basically i should you probably say, started you can it you can do it you can do it nine times out of ten you're probably like can you go throw a condom on you know right so like you brought it up that's a nice sign when a woman says, hey, you so know, he this is about, about to happen, right? No, I agree with you. I actually usually do bring it up, but this guy was actually, because we were such close friends beforehand, we were really hot and heavy. And then we went from the shower to his bedroom. He's like, I should go get the condoms. I'm like, yeah, good idea. So I was proud that he actually brought it up because a lot of guys were like, eh, eh. I was like, ah! <laughs> I got lots to wrap it up. 
Uh, so I don't cry on the in the fetal position in my gynecologist's office again. And they are like, what happened? Why can't you listen to the directions? Um, all right, wait, okay. So go ahead, give me your give me your eighth word. Oh my god. Okay. All right, let's go with let's go with um pl playing, let's go with let's go with butt stuff. Let's try butt stuff. I'll game for I'm game for it, but they never really have done it except their finger. I've never had it. Oh wait, I have, I have, but not like, I don't know. I can't, I haven't had somebody go to town on it. Is that, that's probably, I haven't had a lot of men in my, like, although I make jokes about it, I haven't had a lot. Um, this last guy was number 10. This last guy was number 10. Okay. Oh, so you still count, you're still counting. And I and told him, yeah, I told him I only slept with nine people. And he's like, what? That's so little. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And then I felt like maybe that was a conquest for him to become number 10. It's nice to break the double digit barrier, you know. <laughs> and you, <laughs> the next guy's going to be like, ooh, ooh she's going to have to take her socks off for me. You know, you have, you have all these little milestones. You got to, you know, uh, it's appealing though. It's You got to, you got to, oh, dozen, Baker's dozen. You got to, 14 is going to be rough. You got to Oh, it's like, you know, how do you make 14 seconds? How do you make 14 aspirational, you know? Um, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about this at another time. No, I don't even know if I want to go to 11 right now. I feel like I'm going to just Take hang a break. for a while. Um, okay, so my next one for nine is pool. Pool. Uh, oh, I was going to go game of pool. Okay, great. First date, second date, third date. You got balls, you got sticks, you got bending over. It's a great, you got drinks. It's a, it's a seedy environment. It's very sexy. Big fan of a pool date. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go swimming pool. Let's go swimming pool. Uh, super sexual and sensual. Lots of first dates in a pool. Nice. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Nice. Actually, okay. I don't know. I'm making that up. The last one was a first date in a pool. We ended up in the pool. It was the beach, and then we ended up in this hot tub. Uh, and he had me stay with him. So like for four, for four nights or three nights and, um, the pool was involved. I gotta say, I gotta say, I, uh, uh, not in the pool, but in, in Turtle Bay in, uh, Bermuda, mm. I, I went with a girlfriend many years ago and, and we had, we had sex in, in the water on the beach. It was crowded. It was the middle of the day. It was the hottest thing. It was the, it was very, it was really hot. I really. Oh, that know. is hot. It was nice. Yeah. See, I had yeah. my period of the first day we were in the beach and I couldn't just whip it out my tampon because, it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up having sex. And that's why I thought like that first night that was like, well, he really likes me. I mean, we had sex on my period. Yeah, that is, that is a nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't I was with I was with a very, very wealthy girl a, a while ago very wealthy huge apartment he, i mean giant north it was like in the village it was like i don't know it was anyway uh and very matter of fact kind of lady she was just like yeah take the tampon out throw i was like where do i put it i didn't want to like drop it on a rug she's like just fucking throw it off the side of the bed i was like this is next level shit like i i don't i, I can't fuck with people like this too i mean I've, you know i've had sex with her but it was too it was like i quit it blew my mind i was like you are you are you are too cowboy for me you're too cowgirl you're like a real cowgirl out here and it was, it was a lot to handle. It was, it was too. Oh, too see, I, I thought of that, like not to, not to go into this deep, dark d d journey of like period sex, but I, I actually hope the, the person that I'm going to be with long-term in the next relationship, whatever, um, then I personally, I don't care. So like, if they're not comfortable with it, it's going to make me uncomfortable because it's like, I'm putting my, 
put my fucking mouth around your fucking dick all the time and you can't do this because and, and that's just me personally my ex-husband didn't like it a lot of a lot of white guys I'm not saying just saying any guy I've been with Hispanic black uh, black or Hispanic men that I've been with that I only have had black Hispanic or white and the I've had less small so I've had mostly Hispanic and two black men and I think two three white guys right and the other right so you do the math three and two is five to the five and then five Hispanic right so we're getting real deep and dirty here Um, it's good analytics right so the white men that are with I I don't know no the period the um the black guys I yeah, the black guys didn't care. The, the, the one black guy that I was with, there was one guy that was not a one night stand, but we only had sex once because we were friends and he was visiting and we met doing a show. It's awesome. Amazing. It happened right before pandemic too. Um, and it was great. Uh, and um, so I don't know about the period thing, but he, he went to town on me when I didn't even have a bikini wax. Like it was not full. It was bushy. And I told him, I was like, I had to go in the bathroom and shave because like, I've been like, no, this has been, he's like, I don't care. I don't, it's like, I don't care either. It's overrated. I don't, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't, it was so what? So what? So what? Yeah, you know, I've heard that, but I still felt like, but still it was great. And then the, yeah. the, the Hispanic men have always been like, I don't give a fuck. So I don't know if it is a thing, but for me with the men that I've dated, it was like a, a thing, but like, I'm, I, I'm the horny okay we're getting into a set i'm the horniest in my period and a lot of women are so it's like if you can't have me then then i'm gonna hurt you because i'm gonna fight you because i'm so emotional and angry (laughs) you gotta love me because if you don't i'm gonna toss you upside the head that's what i used to hit him i used to get in fights with him on my period when we would be three thousand miles away he's like what is with you on your period i'm like fuck you i don't want to talk to you again and so when i met him it was on my period and we were just like love making and he's like wow you're totally different in person i was like it's because they're together yeah yeah so i feel like i'm gonna just i'll give you my my thing not hard and fast but broad you know broadly speaking sex i'm fine with sex i'm fine with sex Going down on a girl, I think, is not is not my cup of tea when she's on her period. I, don't, oh, I love. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you were saying that. I thought you were saying when oh, it goes God, down. No. I thought that's okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, no, I would understand the oral sex part with my period. Yeah, gross. But um, I would. I have never even had a guy say anything about that. But that's sweet that you would even say, well, okay, I'll. You know, no, no, no. I. I mean, I think that I have. I have met a lot of even females too that were like, no, not on my period. I can't. I'm like, what? Right, right. There are women who like don't even want to be going down on uh, without the period. Like who are just like, no, I don't. Want but they're lying. They're like, you know, power through. And I'm, I'm just, then why lie? Why set up the front? You know, like it's complicated. <laughs> so people make it more complicated than it needs to be. Well, you know? so so they do. So and I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so give so give me your last word. My oh, my last word for you. My last word for you is going to be, oh, that's a good one. My last word for you is going to be, oh, shit. Anything Uh, that comes to mind? I don't know. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Comedian. Hard to date one. And mine, silicone. Oh, okay. Silicone. It tastes funny. It tastes funny. You can taste it through the nipple. You can taste it. 
Really? And a little chalky. And, and, uh, and it's, and, but it, it's fine. You know, and you know, it's fine. It's great. The more to grab. I don't care if, if, you know, I like regular. I like, I, I kind of like small ones, to be honest with you. I like small, but I'm okay with big. And, and so it's like, you know, it's just fine. Yeah. So I just learned something today. I didn't know you could taste it. I feel, I feel like you can taste it. I feel like, you this know. This is really interesting. Okay. Not to be confused with, with deodorant taste, not to be confused with that, but I, you can taste the foreign substance in there. You can, you know. What about nipple hair? Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I get nipple hair because I'm Italian and that shit grows on your nipple. And I yeah. tweet it, but like, yeah. I haven't given a fuck. And I'm like, let's see how long they grow. You got a lot of hairy nipples right now is your confession at the, at the 38 minute mark. I just want, for those of you hanging on, <laughs> just so you know, you might've found this to be a rather it's sexy a dirty podcast. DM. Today, but let's just, let's just end this on a, you know, and you wonder why the dicks go down. I don't know why they go. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, that was good. And you wonder why their dicks go down. I don't ever have the nipple hair when I am. I'm trying to put a condom on, but at this point, I feel like waxing my entire vagina and my nipple hairs hasn't given a day. It doesn't matter. It still gets flaccid for the condom. So at this point, let's bring flaccidity back into it. <laughs> let's roast our ex. Okay. So now we're going to tie in the end of the show. And then we're going to tell everyone where you can find Jonathan in New York city online. And, um, okay. So roast your ex. If you would like to roast an ex or a former lover, you have 30 seconds to one minute to roast them okay now, you don't okay so now the other thing is all right i i also leave it in there if you want me to roast them i'm gonna roast mine as well so you get to choose which one you want me to roast the, the the cop the coach or the producer oh okay all right should we uh should we should we go like uh, back and forth roast 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 but you want to do I didn't really prepare roast jokes. No, about you don't have to. You don't have to prepare it. You can just like kind of rant for 30 seconds then. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. All right. Here, okay. Here are some things I think women shouldn't do on dates. Okay. Wait. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready, set, roast women that they shouldn't do, things they shouldn't do on dates. Go. Okay. Women, stop showing up and, uh, and realizing you're across from a mensch who's going to pay for dinner and then get greedy eyes and go and order a bunch of food. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you getting away with there? I don't get it, right? I, I talk to men about it. It's very controversial in the men community. I pay for all my dates because there's a chance we're going to have sex and I don't know how to put a value on, on the sex. How do, you, how, do you, how do you determine if I'm paying 30 to $50 for her, you know, for her vagina i just figure that's a good price i don't know i just figure that's a good you know it's worth okay um anyway. if i pay yeah. for your vagina I, if i pay for dinner i should be getting the vagina that's not what i said that's not no i know I you didn't but i like the laugh <laughs> <laughs> that is not and wow i know i'm paying for, so you don't want them but i what? heard paying for dinner and vagina is isn't not not an equal no no, no. You are paying for dinner, but not as an expectation that has to happen. It's just what you'd like to do. Of course, if I'm asking, well, not always. I mean, sometimes I'm at dinner and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to touch that thing, you know, but <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes you're like, there's, this is not a good person and you just have to walk away. Right. right. And that, that I can understand. That's, that's another reason why I'm not a fan of going on dates because like yeah. I've been in situations where I'm like, I got to get away from this guy. And yeah. he, he's like touchy feely. All right. So I feel, like I, I feel like I date like how women date. 
I go like, is she worth my time? Is she worth my investment? I they like I have a woman's mentality when I date. I'm like, is he is she worth it? You know, and that's but I just go, you know what? I, I'm chalking it up and it good or bad. Like here's what, here's my sunken cost. And anything above that's is is great. You know what I mean? Like I think more guys should have that approach actually. That's a good idea. They should have the coach of like, here's what I'm putting in and I'm going to try it. And then that's it. But a lot of guys want like, yeah, they want to the, the, the uh, validity that something is coming out of it. Literally. I have a whole thing with guys who have told me that they really wish, you know, I could squirt. All right. This is taken into an X rated podcast episode today. So, all right. So now I'm going to either, I, so I get to roast somebody. Who do you want me to roast the producer, the cop or the uh, coach? I think, uh, oh, the coach, definitely the coach. Okay, so the coach, all right. Okay, give me a ready, set, roast. Ready, set, roast. Okay, you are so fat that uh, killer whales are afraid of you. Uh, you look like you ate the mayor of Munchkin land for an appetizer. Um, you are so bloated that even your your dick is hibernating. I don't know. Um, your uh, <laughs> your kids uh, you um, your kids are so happy that you are their father because they can blame their therapy sessions on you. You suck. <laughs> All right, that was my roast of the coach. And you know what? I should get a premise of the coach a little bit, but you can check out divorcedairyshow.com for the coach. He's going to come up into more web series episodes slash I'm fleshing out my YouTube channel to do legit episodes with my exes and the school moms and my family and my colleagues and um, even some guest appearances. Maybe Jonathan will appear on it. Would love to. This has been so much fun. Oh my God. Thank you so much. This is a real, ooh, this is, it's good stuff. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Can you tell everybody uh, where to find Jonathan Ziegel? Cause he does comedy in New York and you do it all over the country. You do it in the Poconos and, and, and other places in the tri-state area. So tell everybody where yeah. they can find you. Thank you. I mean, the, the first on social, I think just like start on social Instagram is probably my, my favorite for just letting people know where I am. So my handle is, uh, it's at the real Jay-Z. So John Ziegel, Jay-Z, the initials, and it's an underscore every word. So the underscore real underscore Jay-Z underscore, which obviously is as simple as it gets. Um, and Michelle, we still got to get you out to the Poconos. Um, yeah, I run a couple shows out there. I run shows in New York. Um, yeah, I just love comedy. So let's, let's keep it going. And, uh, and, and please come out and come to light the audiences there because you're killer and, uh, and they need to, they need to laugh. Everybody needs to laugh right now. We all need to laugh. So please go follow Jonathan Ziegel. I just took a picture of us. I'm going to share that we were in the process of doing the podcast today. And you can also grab the link there and you could go to my, uh, Instagram and follow him too, because once I post this, you'll see all his shit as well. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Jonathan. You rock. We learned so much about, um, you know, belly dancing to period sex to, um, you know, my, my obsession with, uh, I don't know, still hanging on to the same guy. So, <laughs> Jonathan Siegel, thank you so much, guys. Stay tuned for more Happily Divorced After on Divorce Diary Show, the podcast.